Romans chapter 1, verse 50 to 23. So I am eager to come to you in Rome to, to preach the good news. For I am not ashamed of these good news about Christ. It is the power of God at work, saving everyone who believes, the Jews first and also the Gentiles. This good news tells us how God makes us right in His sight. This is accomplished through starts to finish by faith. As the scripture says, it is true faith that a righteous person has faith. But God shows his anger from heaven against all sinful, wicked people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. They know the truth about God because he has made it obvious to them. For ever since the world was created, people have seen the earth and sky through everything God made. They can clearly see his invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature. So they have no excuse for for not knowing God. Yes, they knew God, but they wouldn't worship Him as God or even give Him thanks. And they began to think of foolish, foolish ideas of what God was like. As a result, their minds became dark and confused. Claiming to be wise, they instead became fools. And instead of worshipping the glorious, ever-living God, they worship idols. Made to look like mere people and birds and animals and reptiles. Hallelujah. Now, this is the reading of the word. If you were following closely, the book of Romans chapter 1, and the verse number 15 coming down, is teaching us something very, very important. Now, when we start from the verse 15, Paul was saying that he he was eager to preach the gospel to the people of the people who were in Rome. And Paul had no mercy than the good news. So it was the good news that he was preaching in his time. When I talk about the good news, the good news is it's all about Christ Jesus. Jesus who died and resurrected and Jesus who died and resurrected who is now sitting 
on the right side of the Lord and interceding for us. Who is sitting on the right side of God, right hand side of God, and interceding for the saints. Yeah. So Jesus Christ was the message that Paul was ministering in those times. So it got to a time that he decided to go to Rome with the same message. And he said one thing that I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ Jesus. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. So it means that in another way, the moment you believe Christ Jesus, there is a certain power. There is a certain power that will actually unleash you and lead you into the kingdom of God. There is an invisible power which cannot be seen by optical eyes, but that power can make you a holy person at that very moment, at that very instant. You can be made whole from all your sins and all your reproach. That is the power of Christ. So this was the message Paul was ministering and preaching those times. And he said to himself that I am not ashamed of the gospel. Many of us, we are ashamed to even spread the good news. Many of us, we are even ashamed to tell people about Christ Jesus. Many of us, we are even ashamed of even spreading the good news to our loved ones or the people that we have in our families. You find it difficult. But Paul said that I'm not ashamed of preaching the gospel. Oh my goodness. I pray for somebody this morning that by the grace of God and by the power of the Most High God, you will come to a point of realizing that, of realizing that the good news has a power that can save the sinner from his sinful behavior and bring him back to the body of Christ again. Hallelujah. So, so, and for that matter, you move on with the gospel, you move on with the work of the truth, and you preach the gospel to everyone who needed the word of God or anyone that you approach in this life. Amen. Now, let me come to choosing eternal life. I'll come back to the scriptures. Now, let's start this way. We say we, we, we usually say good news, good news, good news. So, when you hear the word good news, it gives you an impression that there is another word called bad news yes so there was a bad news before good news came and the bad news 
the bad news was that all men born physically alive but dead to the things of God. That is the bad news. All men were born physically alive but we were dead spiritually. But we were dead to the things of God. The things of God here, I'm talking about the spiritual things. I'm talking about our relationship, our connection that we have with the Heavenly Father. That is what I'm talking about. So we see men walking. We see men eating. We see men talking. We see men marrying. But within their innermost being, there is no connection between them and God. The relationships, the relationship or the connections that they have with the Heavenly Father, there is no more there. The link is no more there. Hallelujah. And every one of us starts existence in a condition of a sinful of a sinfulness that separated us from God. So we were estranged from God because of what? The sins of Adam. The sins of Adam, the first Adam, separated us from the Heavenly Father. And we were completely separated from Him. And there wasn't anything like a link between us and God. And for Dhamma, because of that sinful nature, because of that habit that we were having, or because of Adam, the first Adam nature, we've, because of the first Adam sin, we've actually inherited. Our unrighteousness automatically places us under the judgment and the wrath of God. Yes. It places us under His wrath. It places us under His judgment. And, and uh, oh my goodness. So when we were placed under His judgment, the, the connection, the colonia that we we used to have with God or Adam, the first Adam used to have with the Heavenly Father. It wasn't there any longer. The connection were broken. So man, man was living by his own senses. He was living by his own thinking. He was living by his own ability. So how can you live outside the presence of God and survive? There is no way a man will survive by living outside the will of God. By living outside the presence of God. It is only the presence of God. It is only the presence of God that man can grow. And also know his duties of life. But the moment man gets out from that presence of God, it, beca- it becomes very difficult 
for man to operate. So, if you could realize when Adam and Eve sinned, all of a sudden they, they saw themselves that they are naked. Yes, they saw themselves that they are naked and they began to hide from the presence of God. People of God, I want you to understand that it is only in the presence of God that you can grow. But the moment you reject the righteous decrees of God for your life, you move astray, you divert, you deviate the assignment given to you. And for that matter, the blessings that God has in, in stock for you wouldn't be released upon your life. So the Lord is looking for people that will love Him and have a strong relationship with Him. These are the people that God is looking for. Hallelujah. So man was taken away. When Adam sinned, that very moment, he and the wife, they hide themselves under a fig tree. Why do they hide themselves? Even when God was calling them, God was walking in the cool of the day and he was calling them to come. In that quest of him calling them to come, still Adam find himself in a, in a secret place, covering himself with the leaves, the fig leaves. Hallelujah. So, 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 so. Since the day of Adam till now, anybody who haven't acknowledged Christ Jesus, anyone who has not accepted Jesus as his personal savior, that person still, that person is still under the laws of God. That person is still under the judgment and the wrath of God. Hallelujah. Now, that is the bad news. So the bad news is the bad news is our unrighteousness automatically place us under his judgment and wrath that is the bad news and we've also known that it was adam sin that brought man under under what the judgment and the wrath of god so that is the bad news all right now let's look at the good news when we talk about the good news we are talking about salvation we are talking about the salvation because that is the only that is the only certificate given to man to have a colonial with the heavenly father that is the only certificate or only endorsement that man can have an access with his heavenly father hallelujah 
So the good news is all about salvation because it is it is the salvation that bridge the gap between us and the heavenly father. So salvation has actually come so that we will have a direct contact with our heavenly father. Hallelujah. I hope you are following this morning. Yes. Very good. God bless you. So, when we talk about the salvation, the salvation itself, it is a person who initiated it. It is a person who is a salvation. And that salvation that we are talking about, we are talking about Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus is the one we are talking about right now. And the, the word salvation means communion with God forever. Hallelujah. Communion with God forever. So when I, I, I when I attain salvation, there must be a constant communion with the Heavenly Father. There must be a constant relationship, a constant link between me and the Heavenly Father. So with this constant relationship that we are talking about, it means that you must love God all the time. When you wake up early morning like this, you need to read the Word of God. You need to pray. You need to commit yourselves unto God before you even go out of your room. You need to sing songs of praise adoration to glorify his holy name so salvation is a a constant relationship a constant communion with the heavenly father forever and ever so what will you do to say the only thing that you do is to speak in Bible, trusting the in the Savior sacrifice on your behalf. When you trust and believe what Jesus did on the cross, when you believe that Jesus came on the scene, died, and resurrected, and went back to the to, to heaven on our behalf when you trust God on that note and you believe and you are certain in your life you become a born again believer it is just as simple as ABC so salvation to us it, 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 it is free gift to us but to God it, it, it isn't a free gift because it calls God. He paid a high price to have us. So it is not a small thing to God. It is something that even calls the whole heaven. It is something that calls the cause a separation between the Son and the Father. Jesus always says that I and the Father are one. But on the cross, there was a separation between the Father and the Son. 
when all sins came upon Jesus, when the past sins, the present sins, and the future sins, even now sins and the, 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 the future sins to come, it was placed on him. And when it was placed on him, Jesus said, My father, my father, why have thou forsaken me? There was a separation when sin came upon Jesus. So salvation to us is free, but salvation to God is, isn't free. So we must accept the sacrifice on our behalf. We must, we must accept this sacrifice that Jesus offered on the cross on our behalf. And I want you to understand the fact that we can only receive the eternal life of Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit. Yes. So at times we used to say that we are going from evangelism, we are going from evangelism, we are going from evangelism, we are going to win souls for Christ. Yes, it's good. It's good that we will see those things. But the most important thing is the fact that it is not you. It is not you who is going to win the soul. But you just move out there to preach the gospel to the person. But the one that will convince the person, the sinner, it is the Spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. It is only the, the Spirit of the Lord who is going to convince such people and bring them back to the body of Christ. Hallelujah. So in order to have a, 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 an intimacy with God, we need to accept the Lordship of Jesus Christ in our life. And I want you to understand that intimacy with, intimacy with God begins here on earth. And it continues forever in heaven. So even when we get to heaven, the intimacy that we are talking about, it will still be there. So if you don't establish that relationship, if you don't establish that love, the connection, the communion with God here on earth, how will you be part of those that will be raptured to heaven? You cannot. So if you really want to have that link, that love, that kind of, you know, mutual love in God, then we need to accept his, his lordship. We need to, we need to uh, allow Jesus Christ into our life. And when it happens like that, the blessings of God will also come upon us. Choosing eternal life. Now, with choosing eternal life, there is one thing too that I want you to be aware of. That when you become born again, there is an enemy. When you become born again, that is that doesn't mean that you are free from everything 
when you become born again, you have to work on your salvation. So you work on your salvation with fear and trembling. And with working and with working out your salvation, I want you to keep in mind that there is an enemy who wants us to think physically death is the end of life. He wants people to think that hey, physically death is the is the end of life. So enjoy. And when you enjoy and you die, that is all. Nothing else. But that is wrong. That is wrong. That is wrong. There is a place called eternity. There is a place called heaven. When you die here on earth, there is a place awaiting for you. You enter a different world. And and if you if you if you if you don't know Christ Jesus, it will be very difficult for you to be accepted in that particular place. And when you are not accepted, hell is going is there for those who do not know Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So don't let the enemy speak to you that after death there is no judgment. After death there is no that like that is the end of human race. It is not true. I want you to understand that eternity will be spent either with God in heaven or in a permanent hell. In the permanent hell separated from God. If you are listening to me this morning and you don't know Jesus Christ, I want you to accept Jesus Christ now in your life. You choose eternity, don't choose hell. Because the hell that we are talking about, hell is real. It is real. It is real to the extent that all those that do not believe in Christ Jesus, that is a repelled place for them. So, people of God, I want you to come to a point of realizing that there is a place to go. The gift of tongues. Hallelujah. I see so, Paul said that I am not ashamed of the gospel. And Paul was preaching the gospel. The Holy to the Lord. From so, people of God, those of us that have come to the realization and understanding of the death and the resurrection of Christ Jesus. We must also preach the gospel with boldness and we must also have a full confidence in the name that it has power to save. When we come to that point, it will really bless us and it will take us to the heaven that we are believing God for. So the verse 18 
Romans chapter 1, the verse 18, you are saying that. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all unrighteousness and ungodliness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. So Paul was saying that for, but Paul was saying something in, in the verse 20 that for since the creation of the world his invisible attributes his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen being understood through what has been made so that they are without excuse so since from the uh, uh, since since the creation since the creation of the world his invisible attributes his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen now when you are born when you are born and you grow no one will tell you that there is a god who created all things because when you see when you look at nature when you analyze the how nature looks like you will come to a point of realizing that There is a God who created all things. There is a God who formed all things. When you look at the heavens, when you look at the atmosphere, when you look at the earth, when you look at human beings, when you look at the trees and the things that God created here, the water, things don't just happen. There is a God who created all these things. And to everyone, it is clearly seen that there is a God who performs all these things. And the verse 21 says that for even though they knew God, they did not honor Him as God or give thanks, but they became futile in their speculation and their foolish hearts was darkened. We have many people here on earth. They don't believe in. They don't believe anything about God. They don't believe anything about Christ. They are walking just like that. And the Bible says that those people they are foolish, and their heart is also darkened. Yes, their heart is also darkened. So, people of God, there is a God who created all things. There is a God who formed all things. There is a God who made all things. And He wants all of us to come to Him and believe in Him and trust in Him and believe that His Son Jesus died and resurrected on the third day. 
may you be a person who knows God but will honor God. These people know God, they knew God, they knew there is a God, but they did not honor Him and they did not give thanks to Him and they were serving others. And God said that, God said that those people they are foolish and their heart is also darkened. And they have it in mind that they are the wise people. Those, the, the atheists and, and those people who don't believe in Christ Jesus. They think that they are wise. But instead, they are foolish people. That is the sayings of Paul. Romans chapter 1. 15 come. And, and this one is 22. The verse 22. They are claiming to be wise, but they are instead, they are foolish. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, so let us come to God. Let us believe God. Let us trust in Him. And let's have a full confidence in him and as we do those things the blessings of god will also come upon us and we will do mighty and greater things in him accept jesus christ for your life choose eternal life choose eternal life choose eternal life response to the salvation of Jesus it offers the deciding factor regards to our ultimate destination so when you believe in Christ Jesus your decision of even choosing will regard to your ultimate destination if you choose Jesus, you have a place to go called heaven. If you reject Jesus, you have a place to go called hell. If you reject his sacrifice, then there is no forgiveness of sin and no relationship with God through the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So, we shouldn't reject his sacrifice for us. But we should rather accept his sacrifice for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When we accept his sacrifice, then that 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 is when our our sinful nature or our sinful attitude or behavior will be forgiven. He will wash our story and cleanse us through his blood. And you will also have a connection with the Heavenly Father through the Holy Spirit. So, so if by faith we accept Christ's payment for our sins and receive him as Lord, then we will enter into an everlasting hope with our Heavenly Father. So this morning, I want to present to you that 
the choice is yours to make. The choice is yours to make. So, are you for heaven or you are for hell? Are you for heaven or you are for hell? If you are for heaven, then accept the Lordship of Jesus Christ in your life. And your life will never be the same. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. If you don't know Christ Jesus, this morning I want you to, I want to lead you to Him by praying this prayer with me. First of all, I want us to pray and tell God that He should wash us and purify us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness in the name of Jesus. Wherever you are, please open up your mouth and begin to pray. Maros te fara na kusha ni makura makusha. Makura makundi makusha pere na kapa. Lebron darama sadarama. Remo sededebe. Maros te meko sededene. Remako senti mako remako sekene makada. Remaka ramako sededebe kasa. La marosto fere cos da micora macuse kine mamasendi macuse. Macare macora macuse. Librom di macarros de fercos de mara. Le marosto se micora macuse. Maros de fare no cambin di brande cuse. Rimose kere macuse de debe. Sekera masada da briano. Remo siki di branda kusa ni makara makusa. Maros te parando seke de bede. In the name of Jesus. Now, if you are not born again believer, please pray this prayer with me. If you are also a born again believer, but along the line, you backslided. I want you to pray this prayer with me. Say it after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and I ask for forgiveness. And I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and I invite you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. Amen. Okay, so that is the sinner's prayer. You are now born again. Find a believing church and be part of the church and keep on reading your Bible 
keep on praying and keep on trusting the Lord. Try to mingle yourself with the person who really loves God. Any friend who wouldn't help you, it is time to cancel that friendship. Cancel that friendship. Find a friend who really loves God and can really impart you positively whilst we are in a weight. Whilst we are in a weight for the coming of the Lord Jesus.